His inspiration when he started writing this was something like a Hallmark movie set in the Forgotten Realms. Oh, I love that. <laughs> and this isn't that, exactly, but mm -hmm. vibes, right? Yes. Welcome back to another episode of Stroman School Library's podcast, All Booked, where we talk to you about books we'd like to recommend. And Cherie is joining us to talk to us today about Legends and Lattes. And it has the most adorable subtitle that I can't remember. So the subtitle for the book is A Novel of High Fantasy and Low Stakes. The author is Travis Baldry. So this book is fascinating. Here's the backstory on this book. It has a rags to riches plot to it. Before you ever open the cover, I didn't realize this, but Travis Baldry had spent 20 years as a game designer, various video game adjacent roles, games like Fate and Torchlight and oh, wow. things like that. And then after a couple decades said, you know what, I want to be an audiobook narrator. And he has been a full-time audiobook narrator for the last several years. This dude is living the life. Yeah. But he has also, Katie, I think you'll get a kick out of this. He's wanted to write for a while. Mm -hmm. He wrote this book with a buddy during NaNoWriMo. Oh, as oh in, I love that. He wrote it a buddy was writing something. Mm -hmm. They supported each other, but this is all him. He wrote it, I think it was November of 2021, mm -hmm. and then spent the next month getting it edited and then self-published. And boom, 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 boom. And this one has been all the rage on the internet. <laughs> Here's what happened. Travis Baldry paid for cover art mm -hmm. for the book. And when he got the cover art, he was super excited about it. He thought it was adorable. He posted it on Twitter. Sean and McGuire retweeted it. Oh, yep. That'll do it. <laughs> so I just watched an interview with Travis Baldry today and various other really quick deep dives like you do when you're a librarian realizing you're going to be talking about a book shortly. So um, when Sean McGuire retweeted this, many independent authors, most of their sales are 99% ebooks. Mm -hmm. I mean, dramatically skewed, hardly any print at all. Yeah. Travis Baldry's sales on this as an indie were 50 50. Oh, wow. So that paperback, <laughs> paperback and, and e, e reader mm -hmm. in various formats. And then when Tor UK, picked up the book. An agent approached him. They shopped it around. Tor mm. UK was interested. They didn't want to change anything. So they did some format changes to comply with the the tour um, punctuation type stuff. Mm -hmm. But there was almost nothing that got changed. And then it got, you know, released as a tour UK. And then they had to do a bidding war in the US, tour US one, mm -hmm. to release this wonderful, delightful, warm hug of a book. Mm -hmm. <laughs> to the wider audiences. And it's just such a Cinderella story. This book, when it was still an indie book, what Travis Baldry had done was publish the book, not through Amazon, but through a company called Ingram, which we're familiar with as a librarian. That's mm -hmm. a book wholesaler that sells to bookstores and to libraries. He used their self-publishing service, which meant bookstores could order it. Mm -hmm. And they did. The indie bookstores ordered it. And then Barnes & Noble, some of the employees at Barnes & Noble caught wind of the book and used a loophole where someone can order a book from Barnes & Noble. But then if they don't, if they refuse it on delivery, it goes to the shelves to be sold. So and like, then oh, they no. hand sold the heck out of it. <laughs> and Twelve then... people ordered it but never picked it up. <laughs> and guess what? Now we've sold it to 12 other people. And so the front of the line Barnes & Noble's employees worked their system to get the independently published book on their shelves. So by the time Tor and Tor UK were bidding for this book, it had an established purchase history. 
on the shelves in mainstream bookstores. So I'm excited. Yes. And speaking of the cover art, which I feel like in the beginning did a lot of heavy lifting because it is really fantastic. Could you describe it to the audience a little bit? Well, the cover is the font reminds you of of old gaming systems. And I'm Mm -hmm. sure that's intentional because Travis Baldry has described this book as equal parts great British baking show, (laughs) Fixer Upper and (laughs) D&D. So... On the cover, you have two ladies back to back. You've got your green orc protagonist, Viv, whose dream was to open this coffee shop, and her first hire employee, Tandry. And they are back to back with a coffee and a pastry facing out at their patrons. You can imagine offering to to serve them a cup of deliciousness and a yummy, yummy baked good. It's true. And it's so like, it's got this like warm, like glowy, wooden, like taverny vibe and yet yeah, it all is of that weird. mixed in i also am getting cozy mystery vibes but not like not the really bad pun title cozy mm-hmm. mystery but i'm still getting something about cozy mystery vibes i think you're getting the, the strong cozy vibe mm-hmm. like it always looks like on a cozy mystery they've got like a nice half-eaten crumpet and like yes. that kind of thing this Maybe is recipes. cozy fantasy mm-hmm. <laughs> more uh fyi uh travis baldry six months ago in june i think did an ask me anything on reddit under the cozy fantasy oh community. So I skimmed through that really quickly and learned that he really likes Terry Pratchett. I'm like, oh, my goodness, same. And (laughs) Shauna McGuire was on the cover. I'm like, oh, my goodness. And all of these different things that I love about reading have coincided with this book. And I'm like, I'm so glad I picked (laughs) this book up to read. And here's the funny thing. I didn't get to read our copy of this book because it was checked out. Mm-hmm. I listened to the audio, which is fantastic. It's narrated by the author. Beautiful. <laughs> it's fantastic a because the, the author narrator. is a professional audiobook narrator. Yeah. Narrated by the author can be really amazing. Um, Trevor Noah's audio narration was oh, yeah. amazing or really not amazing. But Travis Baldry narrating his own stuff, amazing. <laughs> So tell us a little bit about the plot. We know that Viv wants to open a cafe. I'm assuming it is like low stakes, as you say. Like maybe there's a little hiccup or two, but it's not the evil villain burned the cafe down. And now you have to vanquish a dragon to get it back. Ooh. At no point will the people at this cafe be called upon to save the world. That's right. At no point is the entire kingdom at stake, if not for these plucky souls in their coffee shop. At no point are those the stakes. That's great. Viv has been a mercenary. She's retiring after 22 years, swinging her sword. And she's noticed that um, orcs have a tendency to, you know, meet a sudden sharp end with strength and violence. But uh, she didn't want to end up that way. So she does one last job with her mercenary group that she's been with for a number of years and then walks off to go follow her dream to open a coffee shop. She had encountered coffee in another city and it blew her mind. Not only coffee, but a coffee shop. And she said, the world needs this. Somewhere out there, there's another spot in the world that needs this and doesn't have it yet. (laughs) So she goes off to the city of Thune to find a property, buy it, remodel it into her vision of a coffee shop, Mm -hmm. and then start selling this stuff no one's ever heard of to the locals. Bean water. Dirty bean water. Yeah. (laughs) They drink leaf water. They'll be fine. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, It was was a little bit of a hard sell. Yeah. So what I liked about this book is it... It is about community. It's about found family. Um, and it's about food. Mm-hmm. Do you get any like fun food descriptions in there? Like any oh, yes, beautiful, you do. crunchy? 
Oh, oh yes, you do. I, I handed you, when I walked in to record this podcast, mm-hmm. a copy of a recipe inspired by this book for something called Thimblets. Mm-hmm. That was an item that Viv sells at one point in this coffee shop. And um, the baker's name is Thimble. We'll get to him in a moment. Mm-hmm. They didn't know what to call these things he made that were amazing, so they called them Thimblets. They're small and they're made by Thimble. <laughs> they're small and they're made by Thimble. The funny thing... When um, Viv arrives in Thune, she buys an old livery stable that's been out of business for a while. Mm -hmm. And then she has to get it remodeled. So she goes, and the first other major character you meet is Cal. Cal is a carpenter. He's a hob. Um, Mm -hmm. And Viv hires Cal to consult and make her coffee shop physical plant dreams come true. Get a little living space up above it. And then when they're just about ready to open, Viv says, well, you know, I might need I might need another person to help run this thing. Because running a small business with only yourself is is going to be hard. Mm-hmm. Viv advertises. And then we get to meet Tandry. Tandry is the first and I think only respondent to the ad asking for an employee to work at this coffee shop with management or restaurant experience preferred. Tandry shows up and Viv has questions because Tandry is a succubus and she's like, you want to work in a coffee shop? Do you have restaurant experience? No, but I'm a fast learner. Viv hires her. Because here's the thing. When Viv left her mercenary crew after their last job, she only took one thing from, and it was, I'm not going to say the official name of it correctly. It's something like a lucky stone that was inside some beast's head. Mm-hmm. And she's staking all her hopes on this lucky stone <laughs> and her money. I mean, she also has money, but mm-hmm. this lucky stone, right? So this lucky stone's never steered her wrong. So she advertises for an employee and takes a chance on the first one who comes in that you know she likes well enough. And Tandry has everything that the coffee shop needs to get started that Viv does not, mm-hmm. like business acumen and creativity and um, marketing, and mm-hmm. she's artistic. So when there's a couple of days when customers just either don't come in at all or don't know what this coffee stuff is, Tandry's the one who has the idea, just do a promotional giveaways for a couple of days, get people in the door, let's make a menu board to tell people what this stuff is and describe it so they know what to expect when you're buying something that you're about to drink and you have no idea what it is. Tandry's first ever menu board for them says coffee, exotic aroma and rich full-bodied roast, a half bit, latte, a sophisticated and creamy variation, one bit, finer tastes for the working gent and lady. <laughs> that was the start to get people in the door. Mm-hmm. But then what do you do with the people who are like, oh, I don't drink hot drinks? And what do you do with the people who are like, but I, I just don't drink drinks? Well, when one of your first test customers is a ratkin who is also a baker, you see an opportunity if you're Tandry <laughs> and say, so Thimble, do you want to bake us some things? And the most amazing cinnamon rolls in the world happen. Anyway, it it turns into this wonderful family with Viv, with Cal, who has ostensibly done, but, you know, he pops back in to, to check on his friend and Tandry and Thimble. Then you meet Amity, who is a dire cat. And you meet Pendry, who's a wannabe musician. And if you're looking at all of these steps and ingredients, you're like, I see you. You've got your coffee. Oh, wait, you need some snacks. <laughs> Cool. Now you've got your snacks. Oh, wait, you might need a coffee shop, cat. Oh, hey, now you've got some music. <laughs> this is starting to sound like a community. Now, just because it's low stakes doesn't mean it's no stakes. There's, I'm hesitant to say a neighborhood watch association, sort of a neighborhood shakedown association where mm. you got to get protection. And how that's navigated is is one element of 
low stress stress. Low stress for us as readers. I mean, yes. the world's not at stake here. And then there's the things in your past may come back to haunt you. And that is personal level mm-hmm. stakes. But again, not fate of the world stakes. Yeah. Which is what fantasy tends to be. A lot of fantasy is um, very high stakes. Another thing that the author, Travis Baldry, said was that he wrote what he wanted to read. As an audiobook narrator, he narrates a lot of high stakes, high action male protagonist things. And he wanted his inspiration when he started writing this was something like a Hallmark movie set in the Forgotten Realms. Oh, I love that. (laughs) And this isn't that exactly, but Mm -hmm. vibes, right? So I have to ask, do you drink coffee? I drink uh, dirty bean water and dried leaf water. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Did you find that your consumption went up as you were reading this? Either of sweets or of coffee. You were like, I do want a latte. You're right, book. <laughs> well, you notice I printed out a biscotti recipe, basically, which is where the thimblets are. Um, there may be biscotti at work next week for my lovely oh, co-workers. <laughs> it, it could happen. So I will find that I will say that I craved bakery snacks while reading this book. And I had an extra latte this afternoon. Okay. <laughs> Not a fancy latte, an extra coffee with milk in it this afternoon <laughs> before coming in to record this. So it's working. It's doing its job. It's getting you into the cozy mindset. And that's absolutely the pairing that one should have. If you're going to read or listen to this book, be prepared for baked goods cravings and warm or iced beverage of your choice. Mm-hmm. Are there any romantic tensions or anything in this? Or is this truly just about like bakery and coffee shop? Um, there's, I'm going to say romantic flirting at one point. Mm-hmm. So do you think that the author left things open so that he might continue this as a series? Or do you think it's... In- truly a standalone. Both of these statements are correct. Okay. Um, One of Travis Baldry's inspirations is Terry Pratchett. And one thing he's always admired about Discworld is that many of those books are standalone. You don't need to read Mm -hmm. one to have read and enjoyed the others. So he already has a second book contracted. It's going to come out next November. The title is Bookshops and Bone Dust. Oh, Oh, that sounds like it's got my name written on it. (laughs) I would be reading that one even if I hadn't read this one. And it's going to follow different main characters. So Mm -hmm. it's going to be the same world, but different main characters. You don't have to have read Legends and Lattes if you'd prefer to wait a year and read Bookshops and Bone Dusts instead. I think there's a pretty much 100% chance that Sterling Municipal Library will be buying it when it comes out. Mm -hmm. But I'm waiting for a third one about tea. Yeah, for real. (sighs) We just need a fantasy word that starts with T. Mm. I can't think of one. Oh, well, something. My brain said Tiamat and tea, and I was like, no, that. Well, I thought <laughs> steepling and tea, which is pretty silly. Tea. I was like, steeped in staircases? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but no, bookshops and bone dust also sounds very cute. I, I was um, wondering how that could possibly go with the coffee shop. And then I, I saw that it's going to be a standalone. I'm like, whoo, I did yeah. bone dust coffee or bone dust baked goods. Just doesn't sound does good. not sound appealing. I didn't look up the official indie release date for this. I think mm-hmm. it was early 2022. By June, the book had been sold to uh, Tor and mm-hmm. the indie copies were being pulled. And then it was released by tour in November of 2022. Yeah. So it was whiplash speed mm-hmm. for, for things happening. I think I heard um, the author say in that interview that the paperwork aspect of signing with, with tour and tour UK took longer than the initial NaNoWriMo month <laughs> and then the next month of heavy edits. Mm-hmm. It took longer than that. That but, makes sense. But he went from no book to, to mainstream publisher book in the space of one year. Pretty well, thank much. you so much for sharing. I had not heard anything yeah. about this, so I'm very pleasantly surprised by 
what I learned during mm-hmm. this interview. Someone's waiting for this book as soon as I turn it in. So I'm going to return it to the library to get checked out again. I highly recommend that if this at all sounds like it might be your flavor of literature, mm-hmm. give it a try. We have the audiobook downloadable through Access 360 and we have the ebook, the, yeah. not the ebook, but the physical copy of the book making its rounds around Baytown. Feels like a good coffee commute. Like you're going yes. to work 30 minutes. You got your coffee. You're drinking in the car. You're listening to this. (laughs) Yeah. Low stakes. You're not going to have any super high intensity on any scale. All right. Well, on that note, thank you so much for joining us and stay tuned next week for more fantastic book recommendations. Bye. Bye.